every year we create a New Year's resolution. And around March, it frizzles out. So how was your last year's New Year's resolution working for you? Well, this episode, we are going to talk about why you should create a word of the year instead of a New Year's resolution. Let's get started before the beginning of the year. Welcome to the One Minute of Mindfulness podcast. This is a place where you can become happy, calmer, and more settled as you take small moments throughout the day to shift into mindfulness. I am Cheryl, your podcast host, and I welcome you to become mindful with me, one minute at a time. We will begin after a quick word from our sponsor. Are you looking to become more mindful? Perhaps you want to start a mindfulness practice, but your thinking mind always seems to get in the way. Or maybe you want to expand and deepen your mindfulness experience that you already have. In either case, I would enjoy working with you one-to-one. Go on over to Cheryl J. Reynolds forward slash coaching for more information. Welcome everybody to the One Minute of Mindfulness podcast. We're getting close to the end of the year, right? We're getting ready to turn that page. But I want to talk to you about that. And I want to talk to you why New Year's resolutions don't have the best track record. So instead of doing that, let's choose the word of the year. Mindfully, of course. New Year's is a big deal. It's when we pull out our brand new calendar and we get to start over. We see this as turning the page and it's a blank slate to start. We get all excited and we accept that this is going to be the year we create all the changes. And there's your cat looking at you with old confetti in your head from last night, thinking, oh crap, here we go again. The idea of a date on the opposite side of something gives the impression that it is somewhat different. It is nostalgic. It is a turning the page, a starting over. And it becomes the new unknown. It's this place that's far in the future. Or we actually look at the last year as being back then. So, you know, making a resolution puts a time limit on our success or our failure. And in reality, the upcoming year is just another tomorrow. And all we have are todays. So when it comes to New Year's resolutions, really only about 10% of people keep them. 25% lose their motivation after the two weeks. So if you are really intent on creating a long-term goal, then make it small and make it realistic and put less expectations on resolving and more on understanding. And how do we do that? A word of the year. So when we create a word of the year, and let me give you a little insight at what a word of the year is. It is to pick an intentional word that you choose that represents something for you throughout the entire year. And there can be many things it can represent. But a word of the year is intentional. And the reason it's intentional is to do it right. You do look back on your previous year or your previous word. And then you decide what word will suit you for your future self. So this is less about turning over the new year and more about turning inward. Word of the year is simple yet profound. 
but it really does have the ability to transform our lives. I like to think of the word of the year as an intention. And if any tension is focused upon, it will become a goal. Words themselves are also powerful, especially in the moment. They create a feeling. They create an understanding. And we still get to take a journey through our past to see what we need to change. And we get to look towards the future as a guidepost. But we choose the word right now. It is relevant right now because we're putting intention and thought on it. And when we make a resolution, it has a specific goal. However, the word of the year gives you options because words have different meaning and the meanings can cover more than one thing. So there is less feeling of failure if your word of the year doesn't meet high expectations. Now, one word can have a theme. It can be focusing on your professional life, your personal life, or it can be related to your family, your dreams, your goals. And there is an underlying string that connects this word to many different aspects of your life. It can also help you to change your behavior. It can motivate you or inspire you. Now, let me give you an example. My word of the year in 2021 was brave. Um, what was it in 2020? For God's sakes, I don't remember. <laughs> it was 2020. <laughs> Who wants to remember that? <laughs> so when I created my word of the year, my intention was to be brave in my business. That was my intention, to put myself out there. And boy, did I ever. I started to do live videos regularly when I never did lives before. I created a small digital course. I actually became a hypnosis instructor. I created this podcast I started to focus more on my one-to-one -one coaching and I started to grow my business. Now, Brave even snuck into my personal life because I figure, hell, I'm doing all this stuff professionally. I might as well be brave personally. And I faced my greatest fear, which was moving. And I moved 900 miles away from all my friends, a place I lived in for over 50 years, and a house I had for over 27 years. So that moved into every aspect of my life. Now, the interesting thing is if I only did one of those things, I would have considered myself brave. You see the difference? There was no goal that was you need to, you know, lose 25 pounds. If you had a, a goal of being healthier or your word was healthier, it has an entirely different meaning and entirely different expectation. So when you choose a word, it should definitely reflect growth in your life. It should also be attached to your emotional state as feelings actually drive intention. You should also choose your word in a mindful way. Now, you, you know I was going to toss that in, right? It's all about mindfulness here. We reflect back to think about our previous word. We think about what happened that year. We move forward to look to see where we want to go, what we want to be, what we want to become. So we do a lot of thinking. Then when we get ready to choose our word, we need to be intentional. We need to be mindful. We need to tap into our feelings. And we need to tap into the sensations that come up when we think about a word. Getting you out of your head helps to bring some clarity and spaciousness. And it also helps to increase your intuitive process. And that will help you to connect to words on a different level and maybe connect to the word that you 
need, not necessarily the word that you want. So it allows us to choose something that maybe you just may have not considered. Now that I have given you some reasons to choose a word of the year over a New Year's resolution, you're probably wondering, well, okay, now how do I pick the word? I have a free treat for you. I put together a detailed PDF on the five ways to create your word of the year. You'll learn the five-step process to pick your word of the year, and you can do so intentionally and mindfully. I will go through the steps. You'll set the intention, you'll review and reflect, you'll look within, you'll use a list of power words that I included, which are over 245 power words you can choose from, and you'll learn to be mindful while doing so. And on top of that, I have also created a downloadable audio called the Power Word Connection that you can listen to as you're going through this process. So go on over to one minute of mindfulness.com forward slash word, grab your PDF, put some headphones in, grab a pen, download the MP3, and choose your power word. Take a deep breath in and exhale. All right, everyone, this is a wrap up for this podcast. Now make sure you go on over to OneMinuteOfMindfulness.com to sign up to get notifications on all the podcast episodes so you never missed one. And until next week, just remember, your future is a thought, your past has passed, but your now is always here. Be mindful, one minute at a time.